And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Friday, January 15th, and thank God it is, really. Everyone just, whew, need a break. The news cycle is killer, Mark. It's just exhausting, isn't it? It's it's too much. So this weekend, I hope that everybody is as excited as I am for the football bonanza. Last weekend was fantastic for me. Baltimore, Buffalo, Cleveland, Kansas City, Rams, Packers, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Mark, which is the game that you're most looking forward to watching? Okay, Mark is excited about the Ravens and the Bills. You know, I was really in the tank for Buffalo since there are no more New York teams at all. So except for Buffalo, Jets and the Giants playing in New Jersey. Thank you very much. So I'm kind of bummed because I really like the Ravens and I didn't want them to meet up so early in the process. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, the 40-something-year-olds, that's kind of a fun game too. I don't think either team is so great. But anyway, I hope you enjoy the football weekend. I know that Mark and I will be. In the meantime, if you're thinking about your financial life and something's going on or you're, you know, I don't know, multitasking, maybe you're you're very excitedly watching your portfolios grow um, while you're watching your football teams play, uh, you can send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. That's our email address. And if you'd like to come on the program with us, well, we encourage that. So please just let us know when you send us your email that you want to come on the show. Okay? Sounds good. All right. Now, this is an email from Alex who says, two questions, and I hope I don't ramble too much. Don't worry. I'll edit you if you are. Okay. Alex says, I used to work for a school district, and I've got a 403B from that job. So this is a a state job. And From what I've researched, the pension is not the best funded one in the country. It's not the worst middle of the pack. I left four years ago. I'm barely getting around to what to do with it. It's right now, according to the website, accumulating 2% growth per year. I can do better than that. What's better, roll over to an IRA or a Roth IRA? I opened a Vanguard account. I'm trying to decide the best option. I'm 45, married, 
six-year-old and a four-year-old. Other than social security, this is the only savings we have. My wife is self-employed, has no retirement savings. Our total income is $60,000 combined. Well, let's do, let's make it easy. Let's start with just move it into an IRA rollover to begin with. Just do that. Okay. Because I'm not sure based on what you've written to me, whether or not you actually have the money to pay the taxes due. So number one, the first thing you should do is at Vanguard, it's an IRA rollover, roll over the old pension, done. Okay. Now let me get to the second question. I now work for a government-funded nonprofit. We have a 403B. I enrolled but didn't choose any investments. By default, I was assigned a target date fund, a 2040 fund. I finally took the time to look at the options and I'm confused. Uh, The 403B is with the principal. Okay. So it is an annuity, right? So a 403B often will be an annuity. It is the principal, which is an insurance company. He says, red flag, I know. And I was offered either pre or post-tax. I chose post-tax and that was it. That's great. That's great. Trying to decide the different options and the rate of return and all this, that, and the other thing. Um, don't worry about what the stupid four, the returns have been since inception and anything else. The only thing that you should look at is are there two index funds that you can use? You see, you have, I see you have a mid cap index. Don't look at the performance. Just get me two or three index funds and don't put it all in stocks. Maybe just pick a broad index fund and a small cap fund and a bond fund. And that's it. That's it. And if you want, send us your options and we can take a look at them. Okay. If you don't have money to convert the money in from the old pension plan into a Roth, if you don't have money outside of retirement, don't do it. Okay. Just keep it as an IRA rollover traditional. Good. Very good. Um, all right. Um, and by the way, Alex says, thanks for your time. I'm an avid listener of the podcast since the 404 mark, the old school 404. Uh, all right. Pete writes, I listen to your show and I think you're providing a great service. I am helping a retired friend think through their situation with investments and financial advisor. They were put into uh, American funds, which are front end loaded, which means you pay a commission on the way in. While I hate that, it's a sunk cost. That's the second time we've talked about sunk costs in the last few days. That's funny. Okay. So let, what happens? You buy a front end loaded mutual fund like American funds, which are very good funds when, if someone else were paying your fee. And then you have a lower 12B1 fee on the once the fee has been paid. Okay. Here's the question. Planner has not changed anything, sold anything, churned. The account is worth about a million dollars. Planner sells from existing holdings and sends a monthly amount based on the agreement that covers required minimum distributions. They've held steady through all the market changes. My friend trusts this planner who took over the account 10 years ago and it works through LPL. Going forward, my friend wants someone to manage her money. My question is, is the expense and fee associated with a stable account with American funds comparable or lower than paying a fee-only planner? Yeah, you are. You're lower. I'd stay where you are. I wouldn't do that. I'd stay exactly where you are and not move. And I think this is one of those cases where you think that fee-only might make sense, but it sounds like this person's being fair with the your friend. It'll be cheaper to stay where you are. I mean, the 12B1 fees are going to be minimal. So- I say stay where you are or stay where he or she is, okay? Donna writes, I'm 76 years old, I'm retired and widowed. I've got a substantial amount of money between my IRA and 401k. Between my social security and retirement distributions, I have $4,000 a month coming in. I own my own home. I've got no credit card 
I only have normal monthly expenses. Question. Would it be prudent to withdraw money from either one of these accounts to start to make some home improvements to keep my home as it is, which is in good condition, and start to use some of the money on myself? Yeah, why not? I love when people ask me. I mean, look, I don't... (laughs) I don't want to be the kind of person, and I'm definitely not the kind of person, to give you advice like, can I spend my money? But honestly, if your Social Security and retirement covers your expenses, why not? Why not? Come on. Spend a little money on yourself, all right? You got to just remember that the money you take out for vacations and and, and just you know home improvements, it's going to be taxable because the money that comes out is from pre-tax accounts. But I just want to say that Don is very cute because she's like, you know, I want to feel like I'm not blowing my money. I have two sons, one married, the other engaged. They're in good financial place. They don't expect anything from me. However, I try not to call on them for larger expensive projects, which I pay for myself. They're not aware of how much money I have in savings. I mean, you didn't know, you didn't tell me what your substantial amount is, but honestly, I think that it's really good, a good idea to use some of your money and actually spend it on yourself. That's why you have it. You know, she goes on to write, I do not have long-term care insurance. I plan to live in my home with the help of course. So should I start to withdraw from my savings before something happens to alter my plans? Yes, of course. Please do that. And uh, by the way, Donna listens to me on KDKA radio in Pittsburgh with Lynn Hayes, Freeland, and uh, that KDKA Mark, oldest radio station in the United States of America. Did you know that? I think it is accurate. I think KDKA in Pittsburgh is accurate. I think that is the oldest one. Let me say this, Donna. Go spend some money, will you? Please. I really wish you would. Okay. Uh, Hi, Jill and Mark. This is from Kim. Uh, Last year when I was laid off, I rolled over a Vanguard trip account that contained both pre and after tax contributions into an IRA. Oh, for God's sakes. This is when I, uh, this is going to be a pain in the neck. Okay. Vanguard cut two checks. Both were deposited in the same IRA. Uh, should I retrieve the after-tax amount and put it into another? Yes. Yes. You have to keep these two things separate. You've got to talk to Vanguard and say that these two accounts were erroneously merged. And what you need to do is you've got to have the Whatever the pre-tax contributions were, they have to be in an IRA rollover account, and the other one has to be labeled as the IRA post-tax account, and maybe just convert it into a Roth IRA immediately, because got to make sure that these are separate. I'm sorry. That's Please, people, you got to be careful with this. The IRS is going to be... What's going to end up happening is you're going to lose the fact that you've already paid taxes on some portion of the money. That's why we want to segregate this. Kristen writes, paid off student loans. Now what? That's the subject. My husband and I took 2020 as our year of austerity. We paid off our student loans, about 50 grand. And here's this, all caps, hooray for us, debt free. You betcha, baby. Now, what are we doing with our extra money going forward? I make $110,000 a year. I contribute $11,000 to my 401k, no employer matching, and then $6,000 to a Roth IRA. Uh, my husband makes sixty thousand. He contributes three grand to a four hundred one k, no match. Six grand to a Roth IRA. She says, you know, we want to hit that fifteen percent of income toward retirement. They also have twenty five grand in the Vanguard Wellington fund, twenty five in an emergency fund, thirty five grand burning a hole in our pockets because we saved so much in twenty twenty. I'm thirty nine. Husband's thirty eight. No children. Renting an awesome apartment. No other debt. 
We own one paid off car. We walk to work, houses near downtown. We're thinking of putting 25 grand in another balanced mutual fund, 10 grand in a more risky fund. Um, Then at the end of every month, take our leftover money, probably two grand by an individual stock just for fun. We're both healthy runners, paleo diet, attorneys working 10 plus years at our respective jobs, me private, him nonprofit. Look forward to hearing from you. Okay, Kristen, first of all, I like that you're putting the, you know, it's funny you say 15% as if that's like it. No, I, I, I mean, what I would do is for both of you, before you start investing the extra money, uh, why don't you both get to 19,000 on your 401ks? That's what I think you should both do. And that'll just suck up all that money. So the 35 grand burning a hole in your pocket, if you both went to maxing out your 401ks at 19 grand each, right? So that would mean you'd put another 8,000 in and he'd put 16 in there. Boom. There goes your money, right? That money that's burning a hole in your pockets done. So I would then make sure that you put the rest of the money in your emergency reserve fund and see if you can manage putting the max into both of your 401ks. Even though your husband doesn't make a lot of money, we still want him to max out his account and you can use your total savings to help make that happen. That's what I think you should do. And that's it. I love that plan. Another happy customer, Mark. (laughs) All right, gang. Um, It is very exciting because we have the weekend ahead. And that means that you can pretty much start to manage this like, ah, come down from your week and come down from the last few weeks. It's been exhausting. Now more than ever, I do want to remind everybody to wash your hands, to wear your masks, to maintain your physical distancing. Try to do something nice for someone else today. And if that nice thing is that you turn them on to this podcast, that would be great too. Any questions, shoot us an email, Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.